everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about Lifetime movies. I'm Anne. I'm Bridget. This week, Bridget chose <coughs> Psycho Granny. <laughs> Got a lot of Psycho movies lately. Yep. Three in a row, baby. <laughs> um, Yeah. The first scene in this, like, roped me in. I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it doesn't really live up to that. No, it doesn't. It's disappointing. Yeah. I know. I, I want more. Mm-hmm. I want more. But I want, like, more of the back stuff. Yeah. So, it anyways, this, this movie's about a psycho granny. And, <laughs> again, we have a movie starring Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> Swear we're not doing this on purpose. No, Lifetime just knows what we like, I guess. That's true. They're like, you know what? Women love psychos and Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> Let's put them together. Put them together and we have gold, people. Gold. <laughs> this movie was funny. I I thought this movie was pretty, pretty ridiculous. Yes, it is. I liked it. So what's the opening scene? Uh, so we see a woman bringing a turkey to the table. It appears to be a holiday. And then she just starts giving a monologue about how she worked all day on this, but it's worth it to create this beautiful moment. I just wish I could have created it for a different family. Yeah. <laughs> she and then, talks about how everyone is terrible. Yeah. And it's a very much like, a am not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. So much so that I'm going to, Kill all of you. Oh, wait, you're already all dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Oh, sh- and then they have it. She has a little dinner bell that she rings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, oh, how quaint <laughs> with your little, your little dinner bell. Oh, I also like one of the guy's names at the table was Rip. Do you remember that commercial? <laughs> and I wrote this down. Of course I remember this commercial. You're so about it. Not line toot. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> oh, it is so good. I don't even it's, remember what that commercial was for. Was it Dino or no something idea. like that? No, I don't think it had anything to do with farts. <laughs> I don't remember. Your son Rip is online too. <laughs> no, it must have been for Bino. That would be insane if it was like insurance. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a good ad. That was a good ad. It was great. It was a gas X commercial. Okay, we okay. figured it out. So then we cut to the granny who's killed everyone, compiling this scrapbook slash murder planning book, yeah. which made no sense to me. First off, did you just leave this till now to compile your scrapbook of all of your crimes you've committed? Because I know this is like years worth of crimes you're cutting out newspaper articles from. So you're just now putting this together? It just seems odd. It was very strange. Yeah. Under one of the articles, she writes, never picked up the check. Yeah. What does yeah. that mean? It's so weird. And then, like, she has, like, just a list of first names that she mm-hmm. just crosses off once they're dead. It was just, yep. it was a really bad, bad planning book. Like, I, there was no, I don't know. If I see a murder planning book, I want to see some fucking plans in there. Do you know what I mean? Not just, like, a first name crossed out. That means yeah. nothing. That doesn't help me at all trying to solve your mystery. 
And she comes back to it over and over throughout the movie, but it's just to write like nothing. Right, right. Salty fries. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I don't remember that. She does. When they go out to eat, she writes salty fries, not drinking. (laughs) I miss the salty fries. Yeah, and her I didn't like her handwriting either. No, it was very messy. Yeah, I didn't like it. I wanted her to have nice handwriting. She seems like the kind of person who would have had nice handwriting. Anyways. Um, bop, bop, bop. Oh, she's going through the obituaries like any normal person does. <laughs> Did you notice what it said under obituaries? No. It just said, this was on paper, by the way. It said, World Wide Web. Oh. <laughs> like, this fuck? is the laziest. Wow. Prop work. Wow. That's nuts. My mom used to like go through the obituaries and I would always be like, mom, that's really like weird that you do that. She's like, well, you just never know. Like, cause she worked in our school. So she was like, you know, if someone's having like a hard time paying their bill, maybe their mom just died or something like that for latchkey, you know? And I was like, okay, oh, okay. that's weird, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. Go for it. So she comes across an obituary of a woman who has just passed away and she is survived by her only daughter, Samantha. Yes. And she instantly is like jackpot baby. Like, (laughs) yeah, it was weird. (laughs) Uh, We cut to Samantha crying on her bed because her mom's died. But she's complaining that there's no tears coming out anymore. And Matthew Lord says, you're just dehydrated. Gives her a glass of water. <laughs> I love that. I would just, I I'm, I'm going to see if Danny says that next time I'm having a crying fit. And I'll just be like, I'm crying, but nothing's coming out. I'm going to see if he suggests, drink, just drink <laughs> some water. <laughs> just have a glass of H2O and you'll be fine. Who did you think this actress looked like? We've seen her recently in a documentary. Oh, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I thought she looked like India Oxenberg. Oh, you are right. Didn't she? She yeah. reminded me of her. Yeah, so it totally. Looks, picture India Oxenberg, except this time not in a sex cult. <laughs> this time with Psycho Granny. <laughs> So they're going to the funeral home and she's like, oh, I'm in sweatpants. And he was like, I'll wear sweatpants too. We're going to go in sweatpants together. I thought that was cute. I was like, oh, you're a nice husband, Matthew Lawrence. I couldn't couldn't tell in this movie if if I thought he was a dick or if I thought his wife was being a dick. Like... It, I have the same problem because they were getting these the fights asshole. and it was like, who's wrong? Right. <laughs> like like you both have know. very valid points and I feel like you're fighting about different things. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to be fighting more about bigger picture stuff. Like, yes. Hey, you need to process your grief, go through the dabda. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I just want to hang out with a lady who makes me feel nice. Like, (laughs) she multiple times brings up that he thinks she's codependent. He never says that. No, never once. He never says it. It's like, why are you saying this so much? I know. It was weird. I thought it was going to be more than that. But I guess she's just someone 
They just needed to let us know that she kind of jumps into things quickly and forms attachments very quickly to people. Yeah, because there was no other way that we were going to see that. Right. She only has one friend. Right. Uh, We also find out she's pregnant and she wasn't able to tell her mom before she passed away. And she's really sad sad about that. Mm -hmm. I want to go off for a minute on the miscarriage. Like, you should wait three months before you tell anyone Mm -hmm. you're pregnant. Because what if you have a miscarriage? It's like, you should tell people because you're going through a miscarriage. 20% of women at least have had a miscarriage. Like, it's a normal thing and it needs to not be fucking like... A secret? Yeah, like you're reading something. And there's a whole pod of people who have experienced the same thing as you. And like people should know if you're going through something like that. Right. I don't know why we felt like we needed to hide that. I don't know. I just, I really hate that. I hate that. Like, and I, if you don't want to tell anybody, that's fine and cool. But like, if you want to tell somebody, tell somebody you like, you don't Mm -hmm. have to wait for this magical 12 week window. It's so weird. It's so weird. It makes me kind of mad. Makes me very mad. I'm right there with you. So, anyways, they're at the funeral home. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I guess I didn't understand they were going to the funeral home at first. I thought they were like going to a lawyer. That's what I thought too. About her estate, right? So I didn't get it until the motor or the motor home. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> oh no, my pretty psycho RV. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Uh, until so they get, she gets a call from the funeral home later. And it's like, I'm yeah. the Carl R.E.D. I was like, oh, that lady wasn't a lawyer? What's yeah. I, I thought the same thing, anything. too. Okay. I thought the same thing, too. But her husband keeps getting phone calls from the office, right? And <laughs> she's like, it's, they've called you four times. You better take it. So he's like, okay, I'll take it because you're telling me to take it. I've been yeah. like not answering it because I want to be supportive and here for you. She's like, go ahead, take it. So he gets up and goes away. <laughs> and the funeral director just looks at her and is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's such, she's like, typical husband, right? Like, oh boy. Dick. What that a really dick. made me laugh. <laughs> we find out her mom was adopted. There's no other family, it's just her and her mom. Yeah. And her mom's adoptive parents, I guess, are already dead. And, yeah, I just, it was, I was kind so of strange. weird because it's like you can have family if even if you're adopted, <laughs> like you can yeah, still have other so family. so strange. <laughs> you can have cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff. This movie had some strong feelings on adoption and biological parents that we'll discuss yeah. later, but it was like yeah. a lot. Yes, it certainly was. It certainly was. Um, so Psycho Granny just shows up at the funeral home. Presumably to, like, she didn't know Samantha was going to be there, right? She was just going to go get, like, info on the funeral, maybe? Or, like, maybe she was planning on breaking, or, like... (sighs) Yeah, I kind of just assumed she planned it. Because she had, like, a whole... uh, Scenario, like, to tell... Yeah, a story. So, I don't know. I don't know. She, like, meets Samantha... And she's like, oh, can you help me? Samantha's like in sweatpants in a fucking office of a funeral home. She's like, I don't work here. And Colleen's like, well, can I just wait in here with you? No, you can't because I'm trying to plan my mom's 
funeral? Like, what are you doing? But no, Samantha's yeah. just like, no, of course you can. This is great to have some company. Like, <laughs> I'm very lonely. My husband never. I'm very. My husband says I'm very codependent. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colleen is like, oh, my daughter just died. Mm-hmm. I. I gave her up for adoption when she was a baby. <laughs> and then Samantha's like, well, wait, are you, are you talking about Leslie Shulman? And Colleen's like, why? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's like That's the longest my, it was travel so journey. Travel journey. I don't know what's going on with the vocab <laughs> today, guys. <laughs> and Sam's like, well, that's my mom. You must be my grandma. And then Colleen's like, oh, God. oh my God, I have to. It wasn't supposed to have it like this. And she, like, She's a good out. actress. She's mm-hmm. a good actress, this lady. Like, because that's from... what you would do, honestly. Like, that's what you would do in oh, yeah. a scenario like that. You'd be like, uh, like, this is awkward. I'm going back to my car. See ya. Yes. Um, I was just going to say this lady's from episode three of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. She trades bodies with her daughter so she can be a cheerleader again. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. A little freaky <laughs> Friday up. action. That's right. Okay, so um, she tells Matthew, I called him Matthew the first part of the movie, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Samantha tells Brad, like, I think that lady is my grandma. And they're talking about it later at home. And he's like, you need to be careful. You get connected to people and things really quickly. But maybe she's rich. Right. They keep Um, talking. Like, every time somebody is informed of her having this grandma, they're always like, maybe she's rich. Maybe she's Like, what a weird thing. (laughs) And Samantha is very irritated. Yeah, she's like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, (laughs) clearly we're doing okay because our house, again, is like a gigantic lifetime movie house. You're an architect, Matthew Lawrence. Like, we're making good money. Yeah, yeah. Um, So later, Colleen breaks into the funeral home to get more info on Samantha. I assumed her, like, contact info or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what Um, I figured out. And then the lawyer, she's not a lawyer, (laughs) but my notes don't know that. The funeral director comes in. I mean, she dresses like a lawyer, doesn't she? She looks more like a lawyer than a funeral director. And the questions she was asking were like about the estate yeah. and stuff. And so it was like, Art, what is your job? Because if you're not a lawyer, you're being very nosy. Yeah. It's a little invasive. And if you are a lawyer, you should know the answers to these things yeah. already. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's just bad at her job, that is. <laughs> she sucks. Uh, and she's there very late because she comes in when Colleen is in the room. Um, she doesn't see Colleen, but Colleen still kills her. Colleen, did Colleen leave? She left like a folder or something on the yeah. desk. And that's how she's okay. like, what? Someone's been in here. This is awkward and strange. And then Colleen just comes up behind her and kills her. which She didn't have to do, but. No. Sure. So she, she's gotten Samantha's phone number from the information she stole, calls her up and is like, oh, they gave me your information at the funeral home. Which is total violation of ethics. <laughs> oh, and this is also, she, this is right after she gets after. a phone call from the funeral home that's like, there was an accident last night and 
the lady's dead, but don't worry. Everything's good. <laughs> but other people work here, so it'll be fine. Yeah. We've we've moved on. We're good. <laughs> um it like what that phone call woke them up, and then when Colleen calls, <laughs> Brad's like all sleepy eyed and he just goes, Ask her if she'll buy us a yacht. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Because that would seem like something Andrew would say if I thought I had a rich grandma. Oh my god! Wouldn't it be nice if you had a relative who could just buy you like a yacht? Not even. I don't <sighs> even need a yacht. Like I'll just take a nice little boat. Just give me another car. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or a new kitchen. I'll take a new kitchen over a car. Look, we have very long wish lists. <laughs> <laughs> rich grandmas, this, we're waiting. This is true. So they set up a lunch date. Colleen's like, mm-hmm. would you, you know, I'm so sorry. I ran out of our first meeting so crazily because I'm nuts. Could, could <laughs> we go to lunch? Could we go to lunch? And Sam's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's, I love lunch. Let's go to lunch. So while she's calling, she's in her car outside of their house. Yes. Going oh. through her little creepy notebook, writing things mm-hmm. down. But then she's also having a conversation with herself where she like her voice talks to her reflection distorted. and it's like, it's like a two person conversation, but she, one of her, I don't know, is she supposed to have like a split personality or is that just I her like, no idea what that was pep talking herself into like killing people. Then she also tells herself to shut up a lot because she's, <laughs> Certainly does. She certainly does. I don't know who that was supposed to be or what it was about. It yeah, was it was weird. Confusing. It was never explained. Um, this next day we meet Amy, who is Samantha's oh best friend, who is such a little wackadoo. <laughs> she, is. she is so weird, but I liked her. But she was a she was a little weirdo. That one a weird character. Yeah. She, and Sam's talking about like how she misses her mom, and Amy's like, "You'll probably miss her for a while." Probably, Probably forever. forever. <laughs> like, great okay. advice, Amy. Thanks. Thanks for being real. Um, she's just so, saying the most cliche, like... I know. She's always with you. Um, oh, and Samantha, then she learns about Colleen. And what is Colleen? Oh, yeah. And what does Amy say? Is she rich? <laughs> she also, when um, Samantha says, like, oh, you should come to the diner with me for lunch tomorrow for emotional support. And Amy goes... What does that mean? <laughs> what does emotional support mean? <laughs> okay. I think she meant like, why do you, why, why do I need to go to right. a to give you emotional support? Yeah, but it just was like weirdly delivered. What is emotional like, support? What I want to <laughs> know though is how does Col- like how does Colleen have money? I have no idea. She's not really a nurse, like she says she is. In her house. We see that one from the outside and it is big. Yeah. And like she has, yeah, I don't understand. And we know, we learn later on that she was arrested for like financial fraud and identity theft and stuff. So that must be So it, is that how she's living? Like just on other people's credit? Rude. Not cool, Colleen. Not Rude. Cool. Um, oh, before the scene with Amy and Samantha ends, um, She's like, you're coming over tomorrow night, right? <laughs> um, I'll tell you all about it then. And she's like, 
Uh, Amy's like, okay, it'll keep Brad's coworker from hitting on me all night. And Samantha goes, <laughs> classic. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> oh, classic Todd. Classic Todd, who's married. Yes. Hitting on my friends. Gross, Todd. What a creep. So they're at lunch, Colleen and Samantha. She's kind of telling her story. She was a nurse. She's traveled around all over the world helping people. She goes, I'm helping people. Samantha's like, oh, really? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Helping people, you say, why? Now that's interesting. Please tell me more. (laughs) She tells her adoption story of the mom. Oh, boy. So basically, she says that they got married right out of high school. She got pregnant. The dad was an asshole. And so an she left him. An alcoholic cheater. Yeah. So she left him with the baby and tried to do it on her own, but couldn't. Mm-hmm. And that's why she had to give the baby up for adoption. Boo-hoo. Sad, sad. And then after she's telling this, there's a table across <sighs> from them where there's a baby crying. This made me mad. And the parents were like just on their phones, kind of not really paying attention. And she gets She's like, why even bother to have a family? (laughs) (laughs) And Samantha's just like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. I thought Samantha kind of agreed with her. I thought she was like. So did I. Yeah. Fuck those people. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's the one who turns around and goes like, modern parenthood. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Samantha. You're going to be on your phone. Get over yourself. Just as much as everybody else. So get fucked. So then you see Colleen, like, writing her little notes down afterwards, after their lunch. Salty fries, not drinking. So obviously she has some suspicion. I thought she wrote, <laughs> did not see salty fries. I thought that's I what thought she, she wrote. Test her. Oh, maybe she did. <laughs> I will say I did not have my glasses on, and I thought it said salty fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing ever. Salt life. (laughs) I swear it said salty fries. (laughs) There were three things. I thought it said salty fries, not drinking, and then she wrote something else underneath. Maybe that was the tester. I think it was a smiley face. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. I really think you need to put your glasses on all the time. I know, I know. I left my good ones at Emma's like a month ago, and oh. <laughs> all I have are my crappy ones, which I don't like wearing. Oh, boy. Give her her glasses back, Emma. Come oh, on. and this is also when my favorite person in this movie makes yes. a pop-up here. <laughs> Colleen's sitting in her car. She gets a knock at the window from this really funny, like, red-headed lady, and she's like, Helen, how are you? <laughs> Oh, or maybe, yeah, she's like, I haven't seen you in forever. This lady was so funny. Her acting was so funny. Yeah. Colleen's like, I'm sorry, I don't know. And she's like, mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> like, her faces I were know. great. She's like, well, if you're not Helen, you must be her long lost twin. <laughs> like, yeah, she was, was just, giving it to us. It was for the two minutes she was in the movie. So funny. I was like, I want more of that lady. I want yes. more of Julia. She was good. It was funny. That's how we are out here in Portland. She said they lived together, not yeah. together across the street from each other in Portland. Yeah, they were neighbors. 
We meet Todd later on at Sam and Brad's house. Todd is a real D-bag. Todd's a real dick. I don't like Todd. Didn't like him at all. No. He sucks. They break the news they're pregnant. Amy says, pour some wine, even though everybody already (laughs) has full glasses of wine. Um, someone asks if it's a boy or a girl. And I thought Samantha got like weird in her response where she was like, we are not revealing the gender yet. Yeah. What is, why are you being so weird? Okay. (laughs) We're just asking. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is a weird question that we ask, but what a weird response. Yeah, it was. So she goes over to Colleen's house the next day. In that sweater vest. Yeah. They are in the garage, and there's a whole big deal about Colleen using the tennis ball on the string to help her park her car. Clearly, this will come up later. Right. Now, did you know about that? Yes. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of that before. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. I Googled it. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard of that. I think it's pretty smart. It's something I could actually benefit from in a garage because I'm not... I feel like I don't have good, like depth perception i don't my perception is fine it's just my brain being like oh how much space do i have i don't understand spatial things yeah (laughs) spatial things aren't great for me so i could use something like that i've never in my life parked a car in a garage wow really yeah never had one wow like growing up we had a garage but it was full of shit you can put your car in there huh interesting Interesting. So they're having tea. There's so much fucking tea in this movie. I thought at some point it was going to be drugged or something. I did too. But it's no. never drugged. No. She just makes her drink a ton of tea so that she has to pee. And yeah. then she gets like a whole monologue about how she can't flush the toilet because I don't even know why the toilet's not working. So you can go in there, but you can't flush don't it. Don't flush it. Don't flush the toilet, Samantha. <laughs> it's such a big deal. My God. And then, so Samantha's peeing. I don't think she washes her hands. Um, no, she doesn't. And Colleen is like right there. She opens oh, the door. Oh, yeah. She and opens Colleen the door. Like, She's oh, like, hi, it's hi, my turn. My turn to pee. Too. So Samantha's wandering around the halls looking at the 8,000 photos of families that Super weird. Colleen has all over her walls. Meanwhile, Colleen is in the bathroom using a syringe to get extract the pee, pee. Which was there water in the bowl? Because if there is a giant I, bowl of toilet water, guess what? That's going to dilute the pee. Okay, I was wondering if it would still work. Yeah. So she also d- takes all these steps, Carl. You can if you're just going to use the pee that's in the toilet, you just dip the stick the in. Stick the stick in. She's got a syringe. Then she puts it in one of like the sample cups that you yeah. use at the doctor's office for pee. And then also, like, all she does this? is like lightly swirl the pregnancy test. And, and you're immediately. supposed to leave it sitting in there for like 30 seconds <laughs> or something. Like you can't just like, okay, like, like a little swizzle stick. Like that's not how it works. <laughs> Oh, boy. And then there's, like, weird um, – while she's doing this, it takes her forever, I guess. <sighs> there's, like, weird ADR where Colleen's like, hey, are you okay? Not a thing I would ever ask someone if they were in the bathroom In the bathroom, for in their minute. own home. Yeah. You can be in there as much as you want. Take your yeah. time. Um, but she's like, no, help yourself to some more. And then Samantha interrupts and goes, 
more tea in like a weird voice. And then like two seconds later, she asks Colleen if she wants more tea. It's like, let her go to the bathroom. I know. She'll get tea when she's not in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> really weirded me out. It was strange. Um, Samantha finds one picture that really gets her interest. It yes. is Colleen, like a young Colleen with a baby, baby Melanie. There's like a label on the picture. Mm-hmm. Me and baby Melanie at the Grand Canyon. And so she's like, oh, weird. Okay. All right. <laughs> good, good to know. There's that picture we should probably like, you know, keep mindful of. I guess she must have thought it was her mom. And she was like, my mom. Oh, yeah. Was Melanie when she was a baby. Yeah. That's true. Um, oh, so after <laughs> Samantha leaves, uh, Colleen adds baby to the, like the murder diary. Yeah. <laughs> and then she puts a question mark next to Brad's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later that night at home, there is some tension between Brad and Samantha. Yikes. Yikes. He's like, you're getting too close. Mm -hmm. She's like, you're working too much and I hate you. Yep. (laughs) Very. (laughs) She goes right to that work thing all the time. It drives me nuts. Well, and she doesn't seem to have a job, right? Nope. I don't think she does, which is fine, but... Don't be harping on him for having one. Like he's providing. Yeah, he's just working. Like he's an architect, a fancy one that has to travel. Like, so Todd is like, oh shit, I got to drop off these blueprints to your house, Mm -hmm. but don't worry, I'll just leave them on the porch. You won't see me. Yeah, because they're like getting, I thought they were like getting ready for bed. Yeah. I guess it was pretty late. They were. They were. So, oh, wait. Yeah. So he says he'll drop him off later. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I thought that was then. So later on, Colleen is going on a walk with Samantha. Samantha gets really nauseous as mm-hmm. she's talking about her mom's baking. Um, uh, the things are not related. Cake. Yeah, Ooh. her carrot. <laughs> I actually love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, Amy sees them yeah. sitting on the bench um and so she comes over and says hi and they're introduced and like as they're doing their introductions samantha just busts between them and barfs into the trash can yeah and amy's like man morning sickness is an all-day thing huh samantha's <laughs> like amy hey you blew it you yeah blew she blew it. it colleen is obviously like what a baby i had no idea <laughs> She tells her hilarious joke about how she's going to be a great grandma and she's going to need to stock up on hard candies. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, ooh, you know what I like? Homeopathic remedy. (laughs) Like, she makes it sound so freaking weird when really all it is, her extent of her homeopathic remedies is like tea and a shitty massage. Like The worst massage I've ever seen. It made me angry i would have gotten up and been like you know what maybe you need to go get a massage because clearly you're fucking too tired to put any effort (laughs) into this at all go get your muscles fixed and then come back here fuck (laughs) yeah it was like you're not doing anything you're like petting her yeah it was awful oh it was so annoying so anyway she's like oh i'm gonna be your nurse whether you like it or not deal with it yeah (laughs) um 
Brad finds out that Samantha told Colleen that mm-hmm. she was pregnant. He's and pissed. He was pissed, which I do kind of understand after he's like, we haven't even told my parents yet. Like, so why does this random weird lady get to know before yes. my parents? Which I was um, like, that's a good point, Brad. But it was Amy who spilled the beans. And who gives a fuck? You know what? Maybe you should start telling people you're pregnant. She's clearly like halfway along already. <laughs> well, like, and why didn't you tell your parents? You told your friend. Told you told your, your coworker. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. But this is also when he brings up um, that the doctor recommended some anti-anxiety drugs. Uh, Again, someone at Lifetime does not like these drugs because Mm -mm. (laughs) there's some weird reactions to them throughout this one as well. Um, Well, it's strange because I feel like her options here are like Colleen's weird homeopathic shit massages Mm -hmm. or... You're going on like antipsychotic medications, <laughs> like right? Why not therapy? Yeah, go to therapy. Also, I don't know if you're pregnant. If it's a good idea to start taking anti-anxiety medication, I don't. Are you supposed to be on anti-anxiety meds when you are pregnant? I don't know, but yeah, it just seems like a weird thing for him to just instantly be like, "Hey, start taking prescription medication while you're pregnant." Like, and just like she's grieving. Like I understand that like, apparently the doctor recommended that after her mom died, but I don't know. It's not going to cure grief. No, it's not. And it's okay to go through grief. Like mm-hmm. grief. It's that's how you do. That's yeah. how you kind of get over, not get over it, but are able to move, move on. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's weird that people want to numb that. Agreed. Like, yeah, it sucks. Losing somebody sucks. Going through TAPTA sucks. But, like, you got to do it. And you come out better. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just weird that they're like, he's like, I don't want your grief to consume you. They're just so weird about grieving. Yeah, he keeps telling her to to grieve. But then he tells her that, like, too much grief is going to hurt the baby. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't say that, but it is kind of what he's suggesting. Well, and then he's like, go on medication because yeah, I, your grief. I, it's weird. It was weird. Oh, okay. Um, so this is when Todd, This is where, yeah. Yeah, this is, so they're having this argument. Colleen's sitting out in her car. Todd comes to drop off the blueprints. And, uh, Colleen is already outside their house in her car. She's probably been there all day. Um, and she drops her knitting, like a ball yeah. of yarn falls. So she bends down to pick it up. She's down there for like minutes yeah, trying to get this knitting needle. Um, and as Todd walks back out, he like notices that someone's moving in the car. So he walks up to it and then she pops up with the needle and he's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I didn't really get why this happened. Yeah, I don't either. So she's like, oh, I'm just here to visit my granddaughter. He goes, mm-hmm. oh, you must be Samantha's grandma Colleen. 
isn't Isn't it it a little late late for a visit? (laughs) And she's like, well, I could say the same for you. He's like, do they know you're here? I mean, they get into like this real aggressive, like, well, do they know you're, and she just takes her needle and right right into the the jugular. Yeah. Where does he go? What does she do with him? We never, ever see. We never find out. And they, they must, I mean, after the movie ends, if this were real, they must have the information they need to like start looking for him. But we only know, or she only knows that he's dead because Colleen tells her later. Yeah. Like they didn't even know he was dead. They just thought he ran off with another woman because he's yeah. the world's worst husband and his wife automatically assumed that yeah. <laughs> when he went missing. She was like, yep, no surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> so the next day, this is when Samantha goes to Colleen's house and gets the shitty, awful massage. The really worst, bad. The worst, the worst, the worst, the worst. Um, she takes Samantha's phone while Samantha's laying there relaxing after her massage. Mm-hmm. Not relaxing, probably stewing in anger over being like that. You call that a massage? Like, yeah. She also had like a thick flannel shirt on. You can't feel any. Uh, I. It sorry. was bad going off on this fucking massage. (laughs) So Colleen takes Samantha's phone. Can you please tell me what she was doing? Because again, I did not have my glasses on, so I could not tell what she was doing. (laughs) She um, sent uh, Amy and Brad's contact information to herself and then deleted the messages so that... Okay. Um, Yeah. Why would she do that? So she could go. She never calls them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know. That's really weird. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well. Interesting. Interesting. So Samantha hears her phone ring because Brad's calling it. So mm-hmm. she gets up from the table and is like, what the fuck? Where's Colleen? Where's my phone? Colleen opens the door to a room and is like, oh, you caught me. Ha ha. I heard it ringing and I didn't want it to bother you. So I took it up here into this room, which, oops, it's a full nursery. (gasps) Yikes on bikes. At this point, Samantha is like, ooh. Oh, why would there be a nursery here? (laughs) She is spooked. She's like, oh, well, in case you want to bring the baby over here to sleep over, if you want to come over with the baby and sleep here forever and ever and ever. It'll be great. It will be great. So that night, Samantha and Amy are meeting at like a restaurant, bar, whatever, having Mm -hmm. dinner, talking about Colleen, talking shit about Colleen. Yes, yes. (laughs) And Colleen is weirdo. Right behind them. Yeah. In a baseball hat, taking notes. Yep. Like Um, using her the little knife at the table to like (laughs) talk to herself, like a rear view mirror (laughs) conversation. Um, yeah, so, uh, Samantha's talking about how, uh, like both Brad and Colleen are pretty controlling and like Colleen's pushing this holistic medicine on her and Brad wants her to take these anti-anxiety drugs. And Amy's like, he wants you to take a what kind of drug? Her reaction is insane. Yeah. She was not, not happy about it. No. But so then Amy's like, Hey. 
your story about Colleen has kind of given me heebie-jeebies. What mm-hmm. I'm going to do is hit up my friend Jill, who works at an adoption agency. You know Jill. We had drinks before. Great gal. But anyways. I'm she gonna doesn't care her... about ethics at all. No, clearly not. <laughs> so she's like, I'm going to have her look into this. We're going to get to the bottom of this mystery. I got yeah. you, girl. You know, meanwhile, Colleen's sitting there listening to the whole thing, and she's like, ooh, that Amy is terrible. I'm going to have to take care of this situation. I Amy's thought her um, reactions to them, like, dissing the essential oils and teas and stuff was hilarious. <laughs> she was just like, so, what? I'm very cool, okay? <laughs> How dare you? I'm a cool grandma. <laughs> so Amy goes to the adoption agency. Amy's really funny. She waltzes in there. She's like, hey, Jill. <laughs> remember how you owe me one? Um, I have this friend, uh, Samantha. You met her. We had drinks. She's great. <laughs> it's Same so thing. much information. But she's like, anyways, I need you to look this thing up for me. Um, also, I'm going to have to cancel lunch. But tell me what you're finding out right now about <laughs> yeah. this lady, Colleen. And Jill is like, ooh. Bad news bears. We've got Yikes. arrest warrants. We have credit fraud. We have identity theft. And there's something hmm. from 1983. Something from 1983. But it's pretty but they have major. To wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have to wait for the report. Yeah. But we'll be able to get it to you today. Don't worry. So Amy is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is pretty exciting. Like, isn't it fun to always be the friend who, like, has the yes. soup? And you're yes. just like, I cannot wait to deliver this. Like, <laughs> oh, and she yeah. really leaves a wonderful voicemail for <laughs> Samantha, where apparently there's like some loud construction noise, but it doesn't, it's not clear like what the noise is, but she's yeah, like covering her ears and she's like, hey, it's me, Amy. <laughs> she says, that wompy grandma of yours is a felon. <laughs> wompy. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, awesome. so good. Um, and then she says, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over there right now, and I'm going to tell her her granny days are done. Oh, I don't. I was too busy writing down that wompy grandma. Oh, no. She was like, I'm going to tell her her granny days are done. Like, <laughs> she got really pissed <laughs> off about it. So Amy goes to tell her her granny days are done, mm-hmm. rocks up to Colleen's house, don't know how she has the address, but whatever. Right. Major attitude. Gets out of the car. Colleen's doing laundry in the garage, which I always am like, oh, that's weird. I guess people do have their washer and dryer in their garages a lot of times, but hmm. it's not ever anything like I've experienced. So I was like, you have a nice house. It seems like you'd have a laundry room, you know, like a fancy Yeah, room. you could turn one of the bedrooms into a laundry room. Yeah. But is Amy weird. is just like, I know all about you bitch like <laughs> you're done you're Whatever done with me real name you're is. done with samantha Mm-mm. um she does not get scared enough when colleen reaches behind her to turn the urge close the garage yeah. door she just kind of looks at it and looks back at her like i'm still mad yeah in case you were wondering but she goes inside to drink tea yeah. or whatever and uh yeah, she's like, this is just a misunderstanding, Amy. Come inside and I'll explain it all to you. Mm-hmm. But no, she knocks her over the head with a tea kettle, mm-hmm. hauls her into the garage. She starts to come to. 
on the hood of the car. And oh boy, what's there to help solve that problem, man? The tennis ball on the string, Mm -hmm. which she takes down and chokes Amy, kills her, and then stages a car accident. Which never comes, like we hear about it as Matt. Matt, my friend Matt Lawrence, um, Mm -hmm. Mm because Brad is, like, listening to the news or something on his phone. Yeah. But, like, Samantha never learns about the car crash. No. She, again, only learns that Amy is dead because Colleen tells her. Yeah. So that was weird. Um, And she doesn't get the message until, like, the next day. Right. Right. And then she's like, Amy, I heard your message, but I didn't actually hear it. I couldn't hear a goddamn thing. So I have no idea what you said to me. Call me that back. Bye. It was like a passive aggressive voicemail. Cause she was like, I could barely understand your message. Um, I guess just give me a call when you get a chance. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. I was oh, like, she's so mad. Colleen took Amy's phone too. When she killed oh, yes. her, she stuck it yes. in her kitchen drawer, which comes back a little But So we learned that Todd never showed up to New York. He never right. went to New York. Oh, no. So now Brad needs to go. And once again, Samantha is like, fuck you, Brad. Fuck you and your job. <laughs> she is acting like he's, like, betrayed her because he has yeah. to go on this work trip. She's like, I wanted to do stuff for the baby's room this week. And he's like, don't you have Colleen for that? And she's like, at least she listens and seems to care about me. Is that the time where she was like, how long have you been holding on to that Oh, one yeah. <laughs> It was like a killer zing. Yeah. (laughs) Like Matthew Lawrence is like in bed at night being like, fuck Colleen, I'm going to write the biggest insults and that's going to be my winner. (laughs) She's going to get it. God damn. Now, he never meets her. No. Right? Like all the times that Colleen and Samantha are seeing each other. No, he's never met her. He so just, that is weird. She only knows who he is from like the, I'm assuming from like social media pictures and stuff. Cause she has like pictures of yeah. him in her notebook, but I, they look to me like they would be social media pictures that she just printed off in black and white. To like yes. Put in yes. <laughs> to put in her scrapbook. Um, but like a lot of that could have been solved. All the arguments where he's like, we don't trust her. If she was just like, you know what? We're going out to lunch. Do you want to come? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to meet her? And then, you know, maybe she wins him over. Yeah. So he has to go to the office to get more blueprints, whatever architects need for their trips to New York. (laughs) So he goes, he's coming out of the office. Colleen's in the parking lot waiting for him. He gets to to his car. You can tell he's weirded out. He Something's Mm -hmm. up. He turns Mm -hmm. around, scopes out everything in his entire area. There's nothing there. There's nowhere for anyone to hide. He turns back around to open the car door and instantly Colleen is there at his neck with a syringe. Where did you come from? I know. I wondered the same thing. It made no sense. There's no way you would have materialized that fast without him seeing you. Like she has supernatural powers? Yeah. Maybe. He also like reacts more to seeing that there's a needle than he does to like getting injected and passing Actually out. Actually getting stabbed. Oh, yeah. and she says when she's giving herself the pep talk in the car, just enough to knock him out. Um, just enough to knock him out. So you know he's not going to die. Um, but she really makes Samantha think he dies later on, doesn't she? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
I kind of thought he did. And like, I forgot if he did or not. The second time I watched, I was like, wait, did he die? I forget. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, they wanted us to think that because he doesn't get wheeled out of that room for yeah. a long time. Right. So Colleen and Samantha are hanging out at Colleen's house. Mm-hmm. And Amy's phone goes off in the drawer. Yes. Oh, and, and Samantha's like, ah, oh, just Brad. Brad's giving me problems. And usually he right. calls me and he hasn't called me yet. And I'm just like, we left and we had an argument. And blah, blah, blah. So then Amy's phone goes off and she's like, what the fuck is Amy's phone going off for? Why do you have Amy's phone in your kitchen drawer? That's yeah. odd. And Colleen, I don't know how she's so good at lying. Quick, man. So quick. She says that they were um, working together to plan the baby shower and Amy must have left her phone there yeah. then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Samantha says, I didn't picture her as a baby shower planning type. And Colleen's like, is, well, that's shocking because she had amazing ideas. <laughs> yeah, what were her ideas? The stupid candy bar diapers that make me furious. Oh, that is so gross. Like, I, I have it. I have David Rose attitude with, with that. Like, mm-hmm. ew. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's gross. The, I had to do, I did a baby shower game one time where we had to, like, do like bottle drinking like what? apple juice out of a bottle whoever could drink it fastest won something hmm. i did pretty good because i actually like because i breastfed my kids so i know how like it actually works mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i was like able to do pretty well at it nice job because you don't just suck the juice out of the bottle you know what i mean I don't, but there's a whole whole thing. There's a whole thing going on. Okay. I should know. That's part of my job, but I don't do feeding. So leave me alone. Um, Oh, Samantha is like, gets this explanation from Colleen about why the phone is there. She does not buy it. No, I'm going to go use the bathroom though. Okay, great. Goes upstairs and grabs the picture of Colleen and the baby, hides it under her white <laughs> shirt. It's like a big runs rectangular into the frame. It's yeah. so ridiculous. Like wh- you're not doing a good job of hiding that. Unfolds the picture. Dun dun dun. They's mm-hmm. a man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he got folded out of that picture. Mm-hmm. I thought the face she made, like before she ran upstairs to get the picture, was hilarious yeah they had her like this big dramatic thing where she's like smiling and then she turns around and just turns into this like very angry face yeah just something an old boss when i worked in a restaurant used to do where he would like make a point of very jovially talking to a table and then immediately turn around be like just (laughs) dead face and it always made me laugh (laughs) so samantha is like Oh man, I don't like this. I'm Mm-mm. feeling really bad. I need to go home right now. I'm ill. Yeah, she's like clutching her stomach, which is a big square now because yeah. it has a picture frame in it. And Colleen is obviously like she knows she's lying. Right. So um, Samantha leaves, and then Colleen goes to the nursery where Brad is tied up and drugged. Yes. She's like giving him an IV and she's all talking slow and so yeah. funny. I wanted to give you a nice 
Long trip to Sleepy Town. <laughs> and then he goes, but why? <laughs> the way he said it really made me laugh. What have I ever done to you? So Samantha's at home, and then Jill calls her up. Mm-hmm. Jill from the adoption agency pulls a Maury. Samantha, <laughs> Colleen is not Fact. your grandma. <laughs> um. But we we found out her husband went missing. She gave her daughter up for adoption in 1983, shortly after her husband went missing at the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. Everyone thought she did it, but they had no evidence. And so she asks Jill for the person's, the adopted kid's information. And she's like, "Mm, fine, I'll text it to you. And then she gets off the phone slides to the floor and is looking at this picture and she just screams. And then the it, music turns like, it's like what? It was like so intense. It was that so intense. scream made no, it wasn't like a grief scream or like, I, don't, I didn't understand what she was trying to convey to us. I don't know. Like just, she saw a ghost in the picture was what it seemed like. Cause that was the was type of so scream. It was so funny. I was like, man, this, they're truly trying to make this like pretty <laughs> intense here. Yeah. It was just a very, very strange, strange scene right there. She goes to meet Melanie Yes, um, who is the the baby? The daughter she gave up for adoption. Melanie's in a she's an attorney. Mm-hmm. She thinks that Samantha is initially there to get like a divorce consultation from outside a courthouse. Outside like, of the courthouse, <laughs> that's not how anything works. But Samantha's like, no, um, uh, I know you were adopted, and I have reason to believe your biological mother is a complete fucking psycho and is trying to like <laughs> kill my family. <laughs> and Melanie's like. Okay. Um, <laughs> Never contact me again. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. So peace out. Um, well, I she did. does tell us that her biological mother is not her mother. And the mother that raised her is yeah. her mother. Yeah. Um, she does go into a whole big thing about that. Yeah. But then she's just like, never contact me again. and walks mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. So con- or, Samantha's driving home and gets a text from Brad. That's just like, come home now. Yeah. Giant she calls letters. Him, mm-hmm. And he obviously doesn't answer, but she leaves a voicemail where she's like, Brad, what's happening? Are you okay? Are you not in New York? Hmm. It's starting to rain. I'm very worried. I'm very <laughs> worried. So I'm going to come home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would too. After your husband says you text, it's like, come home now in giant letters. Yeah. Um. So she goes home. Colleen's there on the couch. Sitting in the dark. And she's like, what's going on? Where's Brad? And she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He's drugs, sleepy. Drugs her with a rag, right? She rags yeah, her. chloroform. She rags her. <laughs> <laughs> is that a term? It is now. <laughs> and then, she rags her. She ties her up. Yeah. She starts waking up. And then she's like, someone's going to check on me. And Colleen is like, who? Your mom? So (laughs) fucking rude. I was like, ooh, that's a zinger. And then she was like, Brad, Amy, whatever that other guy's name was. (laughs) (laughs) Todd. (laughs) Todd. (laughs) 
I just thought that was cold. Like, damn, woman. Damn. Yeah, she goes full villain and has like a monologue about how terrible everybody is, um, that she killed Todd and Amy. And Samantha reacts to that for like a half second. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. is then like, Grandma, what wait, what did you do to Brad? And then she doesn't answer. And then Samantha just like screams her head off because she's fine. Yeah. My favorite line during this part was when Samantha was like, you need help. And Colleen was like, oh, no, dear. I work alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was really funny. (laughs) It was so good. So she's like about to kill Samantha or do something? I think she was going to keep her drugged um, until she had the baby. Yeah, do something. She had like a bottle of vitamins for her and like yeah. Something she was going to inject to keep her sedated and stuff. Um, But Samantha gets out of her bindings and just punches her in the face. Yeah. So hard, it seems. But Colleen, a 60-some-year-old woman, is fine. Yeah. (laughs) She just gets up immediately. So they're tussling. Ding dong. Doorbell rings. Who is it? It's Melanie, who just, like, busts in because she can hear screaming i'm assuming and like i guess fighting going on so melanie <laughs> this was like probably my favorite part of the whole movie because they're in the kitchen mm-hmm. colleen's trying to attack samantha melanie walks in on this so melanie's like fuck you bitch and starts throwing utensils at colleen Colleen starts throwing utensils. Like, there's just utensils and appliances flying everywhere. It was so good. I was just like, oh, my God. There's spatulas. There's, like, pasta strainers. Everything yeah. everywhere. I loved it. <laughs> um, but then uh, Melanie picks up a toaster, and she hits Colleen mm. so hard with that toaster. She does, like, an up shot. Yeah. And I feel like that really would have hurt. Yeah, Colleen's fine. The next scene, she's rolling out on the stretcher. I'll call you. Hey. She's fine. She gets hit with like a frying pan. She gets hit with a kettle. And she she is fine. She's good. It's all those holistic medicines. I guess so. Melanie was so sympathetic to Colleen. Like Melanie and Samantha are talking. And Melanie's like, well, she's my biological mom, so I'm going to make sure she gets the help she needs. And she's not at all like, oh, I mean, maybe they don't know at this point she's killed so very many people. But they know she's killed at least two. Yes. And she's like, I do feel bad for her. I mean, she really thought she was creating something perfect. What? Not good, Melanie. Is she just as nuts as her mom? Maybe. Perhaps. That was upsetting. It was weird. And then Brad comes out. Brad's fine. Mm-hmm. Brad's great. They Hallelujah. say, yeah, I wrote, they hug. Brad gets wheeled down the hall and everybody loves each other. It's just yeah. like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Everyone's a lot happy. Of love. We see Colleen in the hospital getting stitched up from her running mm-hmm. with the kitchen appliances. She's like, <sighs> looking at the doctor's family photos, which I just realized, why would those be in a, an examining like a, room? Yeah. It makes no sense. Would be in they the office. Be. That's weird. Huh. Yep. Anyways, so she's like, oh, look like you have a perfect family. 
and then does like a look at the camera like right to the camera yeah it was freaky yeah it would have made more sense if she was like talking to a psychiatrist and looking at their photos right yeah but that was it so like no closure on if she's gonna get in trouble for this or anything like that not remotely yeah it was I got so roped in by that first scene and then the rest of the movie was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was ridiculous I it crazier <sighs> so yeah that was psycho granny psycho granny luckily my granny was not psycho she was really rad and cool and I loved her R.I.P. Grandma. R.I.P. Grandmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You have anything to else to add about this cinematic masterpiece? Nope. I feel like uh, my week-long spring break did not refresh my brain the way it was supposed to. So it mm. still doesn't function. And I just stare into space a lot. I mean, I do that all the time. That's like my daily life. <laughs> I do that all day, every day. I feel like I'm getting... I got my... My vaccine a little while ago. Mm-hmm. I'm Woo-hoo. wondering if I'm getting a little tiny warm here. Just Did a you tinge. Get the, the Pfizer one? Yeah. I know. I wanted the Moderna, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. So Look, I got the Pfizer one, too. I was just going to say my arm was sore for, like, a full five days. Wow, so, really? Yeah. I tend to get sore from immunizations. Mm-hmm. I get body aches and, like... So I'm that was really all I had was body aches and I was tired, but again, that's my baseline. So who yeah, knows? Yeah, I was gonna that say that's me scene. on a daily basis. Danny yeah. today, I was saying because we put um an extra blanket on our bed and I've been sleeping really well because mm-hmm. it's like a really warm blanket. So the past few nights I've been sleeping super, super great. And he was like, Oh, well, we probably should get you a weighted blanket. Are you feeling like you're more refreshed in the morning when you wake up? And I'm like, mm-hmm. No, but also I'm never refreshed in the morning because I just don't want to get out of my bed. Like, I love being in bed. It's my favorite place to be in the house. I love my bed. Yes. I love it. And I just don't want to get out of it. Um, And the next Agreed. It is very hard (laughs) to get out of bed. And I was just watching Nailed It the other day. And Nicole Byer's like, let's go sit down. I do not care for standing. I was like, yes, me either. It's way overrated. That's why I like Aldi. Like, they let their cashiers sit down, which I think (gasps) all grocery. Yeah, they're allowed to sit down. They don't have to bag shit. Like, they, and they get, they get paid like, I think 12 an hour is the opening stat, like the opening pay. Oh, yeah. Good job, Aldi. Yeah, I know. Aldi's pretty great. I love Aldi. Never been right. to one. Well, I'm going to stop recording. Um, I hope everyone has a good week. Yes. I also hope everyone has a good week. Yeah. Get your vaccines if you can. Watch some Lifetime movies. Watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and sure. get some sleep. Take a nap, eat some pizza. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you. We'll talk to you. Talk at you. Talk talk at at you. you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Bye.